Vogue Ball, a comedy festival, and we get to rip them to shreds. Yes, Anitra is going to be voguing the house down in the mini challenge, and we get to see Lucy's big trick, a cartwheel. Lucy and Lux go from rivals to comedy duo on the main stage. Penn, and you better tell her. Okay, and the runway is ripped for our pleasure. Whatever you do, make it funny, kiddo. Race Chaser starts. That's funny. M. Oh. M. Mom. Race Chaser. Hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser, Chaser All Current, a podcast dedicated to the discussion and dissection and of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. A little bit of love. Roll my name's Alaska. <laughs> What's yours? Um, oh, my name's Willem. Hi. What's your name, little lady? Hey, I, haven't seen you around here. You're real I, pretty. What's your name? I ain't seen you around here. You got a real pretty mouth on you. <laughs> I love uh, this You podcast with that thing or what? <laughs> if you ain't sitting on it, you should sell it. Last week, the girls were selling it. Up close <laughs> yeah, and personal. Tell us what happened last week on that show Drag Race that everyone's talking about. Gagworthy stars such as Frankie Grande, Charo, Love Connie, all interacted with the girls. Um, Sasha was snatching interview crowns, making salads with Charo. Mistress survived a close call after an interview with Love Connie, leaving Selena and Malaysia in the bottom two doing the single ladies two-step. Unfortunately, Malaysia baby doll, baby doll, baby doll fox sashayed away. Yes. Which brings us to the beginning of one of the hour-long episodes that we are so lucky to have this year. Well, honey, we love it. More drag, mm-hmm. more drag. Two queens, one joke. <laughs> yes, that's the name of the episode. And Already in funny. The, in the workroom after Malaysia's in elimination, mm-hmm. uh, Mistress is feeling the loss because that was her sister, you know. Mm-hmm. Her, her cutting up sister. And we get a lipstick message that says, remain humble. The fattest and the baddest from Miami, Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. I would like to say something nice about Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. Malaysia what? Baby Doll Fox is a good drag queen. I haven't been rude to her. I like her. No, so, just she's rude a- in general to, you know, to all drag queens. <laughs> um, well, I would like to say yeah. she's a you're good... You're actually not. No, you're not rude to all drag queens. You're rude to Michelle Visage. Yeah. Okay, um, that's fair. Malaysia Baby Doll, Baby Doll, Baby Doll Fox is the kind of drag queen who, when you meet her in public, she will have a little tiny light attached to her phone, which will blow you out and make you nostrils Beauty. and hair. She knows what she's doing. She's not a dumb drag queen. She's Take control of the lighting narrative. Yep. That's the smartest thing you Love can do that. as a drag queen because all people want is a picture, really. And it's worth it to make that picture good. She, I wish she would have been there for that drag con where they did those horrible up close pictures. She should, we should have brought that light with us. All y'all are still complaining about that, but I looked great. 
You did. You look yeah. great. You night. You you were also present. Um, you get you get your work done under the skin. That's why <laughs> submuscular. <laughs> Selena's feeling it that she's she's feeling like oh I'm officially a bottom bitch. I didn't want to come here and be in the bottom all the time, but here I am. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> but um, she's making it work for her, and. We realized that on the couches, Sasha has won three challenges. She said, I'm going to sit on this couch for my third win. But she's basically saying, she's like, I'm kind of like surprised I won. I thought you guys were really great too. Because she thought that they were setting her up to fail for this episode. Yeah. No, she's she's very aware. And she's like, I, you know, I, I. Uh, I would be. I would feel the same way. I'd be like, "Why aren't you spreading out these wins a little bit more? Why is it? Why? Why are you giving them all to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, because it's. It does seem like a setup for something to come. Um, Lucy is mad that she didn't that win, is- but that's that's copied and pasted from previous outlines because we just <laughs> keep reusing that <laughs> beat. <laughs> well, they they keep reusing it because that's the narrative they want to slam home is that Lucy is. Um, a sore loser about something, but she's really done pretty great on a couple challenges where she hasn't won. So that's what they make. She should let loose. And you know who let Let loose loose. at the Roscoe's viewing party? Miss Malaysia Baby Doll, Baby Doll, Baby Doll Fox. What did she have to say? She was basically talking about the same thing that I spoke about on the podcast about uh, Mistress saying that she was just going to stand there and Malaysia was going to Baby Doll, Baby Doll, Baby Doll dance circles around her. Mm-hmm. and that she didn't know the words, she threw her lyric sheet down, all that kind of stuff she was talking about at Roscoe's. So anybody that thinks all these things that I say are lies, it's only like half. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's only a percentage of lies. Yeah, so she, again, no. lounging on a lie, not sitting on a secret. Um, no. So there might be some um, truth up there in some of the things that the race chasems uh, attributes to the girls. Sure. So check out the Roscoe's viewing party. Malaysia spills the tea at the end. Well, I, yes, there was a lot of stuff that was going down uh, behind the scenes mm-hmm. on, now what, on that what, episode, for sure. What do you think goes on behind behind the brains in Lux's head? Because she says she's number one up in here. And then she she's number one in her mind. Tapple, number tapple, two tapple. on the page. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says she's second place. And she wants to win next time. Is she second? Doesn't she have one win, just like Lucy? I don't. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure she has one win. Lucy has one win. Yeah, um, the one win club. Yeah. So, and I. Is it is the person who is second for the week called right before the winner, or is the safe? It's. I think it's decided amongst the girls. Oh, okay. Because there's usually like. You know, there's usually like three, three people who are who are top ranked. But then they call one of them safe sometimes. Is that girl third? No, they tell them all safe. <laughs> they, no. If you get called safe and they're removed from the stage right away, then you're a safe place, Matt. But if you are given high remarks. That's not the safe I was talking about. The safe I was talking about was when it was like high remark. And then they're like, you're safe. And then they say... And then they they say, Courtney, you're safe. And then they say, Willem, you've performed wonderfully. Alaska, you've performed wonderfully. And then they say, Oh, then Alaska, that would be deemed second place. Okay. So that's how we deem second place. So who went home 
who went to the back of the stage first, Lux or Lucy, last week? Because we don't know if Lux is actually second in this. Maybe she does. Her interview was great, though. And but coming so in Lucy's. second place is worth one sixteenth of a win. So if you're keeping track as far as uh, mini challenges no. and <laughs> no, stop trying to win, stop trying to rewrite your Rukipedia entry. Bitch. No, I'm just saying these girls on I'm this season are very into who's second place. They really want to know. They they want to Nancy Drew sleuth the truth. Mm, these uh, second sissies. Lux says, don't get too comfortable. The queen is coming for a crown. And Lucy says, yes, she is. And Lux said, I said the queen, not the beast. <laughs> <laughs> that is how you reply to your friend. Any time the word beast is th- bandied about on Drag Race, I'm here for it. Well, beast. I mean, if you did put Ron Perlman from Beauty and the Beast and Linda... Rhea Hammer. Perlman was in Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> no, the Who'd guy from... she play? Mrs. Luke... Potts? Luke no. The broom? <laughs> the wolf. The um, feather duster. <laughs> uh, Paige Davis, Paige Davis played the feather duster on the tour. Uh, oh, okay. I think that she kind of could be a baby of, of Ron Perlman and Linda Hamilton. Okay. It could be. It could happen. And Joey J, because Joey J is name checked. Uh, Mistress oh, yeah. says, "Is that Joey J?" And it was Lucy uh, getting out of drag mm-hmm. with her she day hair. A, she said, "I'm a gay old bitch." Oh, cur. Well, it's the next day, and it's a new day in the workroom, and it's the final seven, and no, nothing can ever take that from these girls. No, nothing can ever take that away from them, um, except next year's top seven. They see the puppets that Mistress had for her Destiny's Child reunion, and Kelly and Michelle are on the table, and one of them says, oh, look, you're wearing more makeup than Marsha. Damn. Damn. I hate it, bitch. I don't think the problem is the amount of makeup Marsha's wearing. I really don't. I think it's the size of lash that she has chosen. Um, I, I love a girl with three to four colors on her eye to make up her eyeshadow contour lid all that she must be using fucking taupe very taupe yeah. baby but she's taupe. been doing like some colors and some creases but the yeah, problem that makes it look enough. like she's not wearing enough is that she's wearing a very tiny lash which is probably all she brought with her if she put on like a 301 with like uh something else in there to just like boost it up i think the the face that she has the last couple of episodes would be adequate and fierce. Not even a 301. Just if you cut up a 301 into like two or three little pieces and then added chunks of that to the outer sure. or the middle. Like two little points, one above the pupil and one is up out. Yeah. That's all I think she would need to really change the narrative about her makeup. And then maybe if she went out on stage and smeared it all over her fucking face in front of Rue and then just... <laughs> fucking touched herself and threw her shit like a monkey then and the lipstick that would say do you like my makeup now bitch (laughs) that's what she should have done who knows who knows maybe she will uh lux then gets in it into it with lucy well why weren't you pregnant uh well she wasn't really showing yet 
Why were oh, you? Oh no. She no, was she showing a baby bump. It, she was showing in the red carpet and in the performance, and she was caressing the bump. Well, yeah, but, I researched it. No, I didn't have to research it. I know it. Mm, well, Let the unraveling begin. <laughs> you had a corset on. <laughs> Well, your body didn't look like Beyonce's body. BMW body, Beyonce made wrong. <laughs> Who? Also, she tried to say Lux's body wasn't Beyonce, but it, what it wasn't. Way was it not? It wasn't. Beyonce is way more curves and swerves than Lux presented. So, Miss okay, Miss Lucy Ladukums has a point. She does. Uh, if one, if 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 a girl wants to come for her body inaccuracies. Let the other one reply with possible body no, no, inaccuracy. No, 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 no. no. It's, that's comparing apples and oranges because because the body shape was not the like featured like primary thing of the look. The pregnancy was that the reason that look of Beyonce's was iconic was because she revealed the pregnancy belly. That's like removing something very essential from an iconic look. I think body For plays me. body plays into final look. I understand what you're saying. Um, Miss Lux Noir London was giving more Kelly than Beyonce. She was giving okay. a slender woman. She could have padded a little more. She okay, could have, so she, fine. She could have done so, a blonde look. So are you critiquing Mistress for not giving ex the exact body proportions of Beyonce and also not giving the exact body proportions of Kelly and Michelle, who I don't think have puppet bodies with giant fucking flappable heads? Oh, look, we have to Are take our first break. That? We, do. we have to take our first break. <laughs> I thought you take a break. It will be right back. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meal. Ooh, I'm thinking something al fresco. Mm. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Uh, have you tried the Factors? I've loved the Factors. Oh, it's girl. been the it factor for me, actually, for Absolutely. a while because there's so many different choices. Like you have 35 different things to choose from every week, and they're all different, and they it's like... I love the I love the variety because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian-approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com/drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Ooh, that's savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com/drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And I know. 
Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, click, click the box. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we. You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks, as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Mm, love that seller sync. They've really thought of it all. They really have. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. talking about oh well we're interrupted by the first video message of the season and rupaul looks a lovely gal oh, this I, is what we missed out on because of real friends of WeHo. honestly we missed this. out on the video messages and the the deliberations are back this this episode too which was such a welcome change <laughs> rupaul looks perfect in this video message look i can't believe we were robbed of this this dance button earring, this hair. It's a side-swept quaff with a little left down in the back to play with. We and were robbed of the, for the trade to pull off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> None of them were even tops. Not she, even Joey. <laughs> she looks incredible. I'm so glad. I don't even remember what she said. Oh, wait. She, okay. She says, my queens, pardon my French and Saunders, but the key and peel to making comedy is know when to cheech and when to chong. Now back to Broad City where you belong. Move it. Rue comes in and says, hello, hello, hello. And for a mini challenge, we have RuPaul's words. She says, it's a Harlem Vogue ball. And she wants to see popping, dipping, spinning, and shablamming. Winning this ball will be worth one thirty-sixth of a challenge win. Uh, are we going to talk about RuPaul saying whatever she wants in terms to voguing and nomenclature? Because shablam is like a verboten word in the voguing world. Yeah, it's uh, it's called out a dip. Of, it's out of usage. It's out of circulation. That one. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the Vogue community was not happy with this challenge. Uh, Gravity really? Ball, Gravity Ball Maine said some really accurate things in um, a posting online. Gravity was on a legendary team that won on the HBO show. Um, and a lot of Voguers feel like this disrespected their thing, you know? Yeah. At least make it a main challenge if you're going to co-op somebody's culture and uh, ways, you know? Yes. I mean, it is sort of the the sort of Halloweenification of 
you know, a a very like deep rooted cultural art form. It's sort of like, and also the fact that like they were given 15 minutes to get into drag. So like everybody kind of looks a little like crunchy. And so it's, and it's a mini challenge. So it's sort of like, you know, sort of like slapdash and like haphazard. So, I mean, yeah, I def no, I definitely hear that. And I, I definitely, I definitely see that. Um, uh, who do you think stood out to you? I think, um, Sasha, I think Sasha, Sasha, Sa- Sasha and mistress because mistress gave us funny when she did all of she the did. other, when she grabbed the girl's chin and went, Ooh, that hurt. That yeah, was she got, hilarious. She got stabbed on the harsh uh, face. And then she did the makeup compact move. To and Marcia. she went over to Marsha and put makeup on And her then face. she took down her rat bun and said to Sasha, oh, look, I don't have any tracks either, bitch. I can do what you do. Look Ooh. at me. But also I thought Lux looked beautiful. She definitely already wore that skirt and belt combo on the main stage for the girl group challenge. Is it your your skirt and belt? It is now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, yeah. Um, Marsha was doing um, very Broadway Dance Center. <laughs> <laughs> she started with a pirouette, I feel like. Um, she did her she did her dip, split, serves. I think that Sasha was the one, but Anitra was also the one. But she also seems to have concussed herself in the process of giving a performance that beat Sasha. I feel like her hurting her head and them them ocular migraines was probably caused by the whiplash that the bitch gave herself. Throwing herself about. Honestly. That's true. To we'll make get RuPaul to the migraines. Uh, RuPaul said category is closed after Anitra. So, yes. And they might be closed for medical attention. And we get a uh, we get the pit crew bringing in a trophy. Um, Why is she in a wig? I thought she was in a wig too. Why is she wigging about? I thought she was in a wig. I was clocking it as a wig. Wig. Uh, a male wig. Did you just say wig? <laughs> Whoosh. It's a wig. <laughs> <laughs> Only my hairdresser knows for sure. He's also in boots, though. So I guess if you're wearing a wig, you are allowed to wear boots as the pit crew. That's my hookup trade outfit, a wig and boots. (laughs) (laughs) That's all they need to get him going. Put on a wig and suck it, and then you get wear a good pair of thigh highs so you don't need to put down knee pads. They don't give a fuck about makeup. They don't care if you're wearing nails, just fucking heels. And a wig. I still have a screenshot that says, just hurry up and go home and Slap some makeup on. <laughs> and I'm like, slap some makeup on. And they said, yeah, you can just wear your hair. And I'm like, oh. Don't slap te- some makeup tell on. me you're planning to fuck me doggy style only without telling me you're planning to fuck me doggy style only. And that's when you say, just slap some makeup on. Slap you can use your hair. Somebody ah. had the gall to tell me, I even accept, because the trade has been anxious since December because I've been closed. For business. Closed for business. Close for, we're closed for renovations. Um, <laughs> so one trade had the audacity, the gall, the cheek, the gumption, to tell me I'd even take a mu- I'd even take a blowjob from you with that Yosemite Sam ass mustache. <laughs> and I said, excuse me? 
And then this morning they texted me after I didn't reply to that last week. They, I, they said, I miss you. I said, I don't know what you miss. Well, okay. <laughs> well, Yosemite Sam. Uh, Yosemite Samantha, please. Yosemite Samantha. Anita is the winner of the challenge, and she snatches a grand prize trophy and $2,500. She did not get to keep that trophy. Do not piss on our leg and tell us it's raining. Yes, she did. That is a lie. That is a lie. You lie. You never lie so much in your life. Yes, really? she did. She kept the trophy and she pictured it's there's a picture of it on her socials at her house. Oh. Do you not follow the new girls? Do you not? Uh, I don't really go on Instagram, so Oh, okay. And she, she, I've I've blocked you, so no. Well, <laughs> 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 the maxi challenge is uh going to be they're doing stand-up in front of a live studio audience oh, at the Bubbly Comedy <laughs> Festival. Crack a smile. Crack a bubbly, crack a smile. Uh, uh, we definitely love cracking a smile. I love cracking a smile. Um, I did crack I twice. I Crystal. But Why? twice. In, because the dealer didn't have what we wanted, and my friend came out and said, they didn't have it. I got, I got this. And I was like, that's crack. And then <laughs> and then we, you did it? Yes. But only twice. And then I said I was never going to do it again. And then I did it one more time. But three times was enough. Three times a lady. When was this for context? Was this a long 17 time ago? 17 and 18 in Philly. So a long time ago. Yeah, my try anything phase. This was like 23 yeah. years ago when crack was much more safe. We certainly, do. I don't think it was ever safe, and I, we certainly don't recommend uh, anyone uh, doing that. that no, was unless a, it's pit crew crack, and then you could do it all you want. Oh, my heavens. Uh, That's addictive. Uh, Lux so, says she doesn't consider herself a stand-up comic, but she does love sit-down comedy. This girl has the, she, she makes me chuckle, but yeah. not... Chuckles. She gives she gives me uh she gives me stand up chuckles, not stand up comedy. Um, yeah. the girls are randomly dividing into duos by pulling out a can of bubbly sparkling water. And this saddens me because Bruno comes in and is barefoot. So I, maybe they have one pair of shoes per pit crew, and old Israeli guy got them that day and Bruno and it's was a like size six. Bitch, I would clean Bruno's feet with my tongue. Oh my god. So he can keep on not wearing shoes. Okay. I could suck out a hangnail from Bruno if I wanted to. Oh, That's how dear. devoted I am to Bruno. Well, the team pairings end up being Lucy and Lux. Uh, Girl. How are they paired? To they're paired by selecting a can of juice. Oh, yes. Bubbly. Yes. So yes, it, yes. this doesn't seem rigged. No, I don't think it is. So... In a Sasha. rare turn of events, I don't think it's rigged. Yeah, Lucy and Lux were just fighting that morning, so that makes this even more delicious than a bubbly. Uh, Sasha and Anitra are paired together. Mm -hmm. Marsha and Mistress are paired together. And Mistress says, hey, bestie. <laughs> Miss, Miss Congeny Gaslight continues yes. with um, her, honestly, I think they should submit her to the Television Academy for an Emmy for production this year. Absolutely. Mistress is a producer, and World of Wonder has never cared about submitting the right people for categories, as we well know. Oh, okay. 
Well, Selena is left out, but she gets the opportunity to work alone or steal a queen. And so she chooses to steal Mistress, which means Marsha, Marsha, Marsha is working solo, solo, solo. Which was also Marsha's best joke of the evening. Well. But RuPaul told it about Marsha. <laughs> what, I mean, what was it? What? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha is working solo, solo, solo. Oh, yeah. I just thought it was funny. Anitra gets to choose the order of the performance. <laughs> because she won the mini challenge. And also, her head is about to explode. Uh, her order is Marsha first. Gah. Oh, the bitch. Lux and Lucy second. Uh-huh. Sasha and Anitra third. And Mistress and Selena Last. This is actually a great order, and I would have put Marsha first as well, because as the only solo performer, it would be very strange to put her in the middle, and it'd be very strange for her to close. It would be absolutely brutal and gruesome to make Marsha close. So I think this was actually the most fair kind of way to put it. What this is, is a rare open-faced shit club sandwich. Because you don't have the top layer of bread. You just have Marsha there sitting like a turtle. Open-faced, yeah, yeah. Open-faced. Open faced. And uh-huh. then you have Lux and Lucy. Ooh, yummy, yummy. And then you have Sasha and Anitra. I'd say they're lettuce. Like, uh, with poop. Um, because they're not comedy girls. They're not comedy girls. <laughs> Why does the lettuce have poop on it? Because it's like a shit sandwich. Lettuce? Oh. It's a shit sandwich and the shit's in the middle. And then Mr. Selena are the funny. So that's why it's an open-faced shit club sandwich. Yeah. Uh, Mistress believes there was strategery at hand because she says, thank God my Anitra tattoo was only temporary. I don't know how she thinks there was strategery at hand because she got a great slot at the end. With yeah, going last is the Another best. funny girl. So I think she just wants camera time and she just wants to say things, which who would do that on a TV show? A drag queen who wants camera time. No, I've heard of everything. Oh, huh. Next thing you know, bacon's going to be flying through the air. Exactly. Why don't we go ahead and take a break, and we'll be right back with some bubbly comedy special. I'm going to take a break. You do your thing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Crack a fucking smile, bitch. is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about, and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAD, so they are by the people for the people. Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm, like, on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is, this is fucking great. The audience is there with me. I like that. I feel proudest of who I am when the flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yes. Yes. LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. 
The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! Anitra's having migraines. Do you think it's from her performance? Her performances? Because yes. she's done like a thousand lip syncs over and over, flipping, throwing, whipping. Yes. Yes, I do. The body's not designed to be in an invisible food processor and then slammed to the ground that much. She is trying to impress RuPaul. RuPaul won't be fully impressed until a girl dies on stage. Like now that, that was a performance. And all these girls are performing for their lives every time they see RuPaul, especially Anitra. She's the most physical out of all the girls and she looks like she probably could have hurt herself. It's very possible. So she's having a hard time focusing and coming up with jokes and bits with um, Sasha. She so, could get away with just doing ballads the rest of the year, saying, oh, my, and then putting her hand to her eye, like, ooh, ow, ow, and then just doing a, a split instead. Ouch. Oh, God. <laughs> if you look inside your, oh, my God, that fucking head oh hurts. God. Oh, shit. <laughs> crowns and gowns. <laughs> yeah. No, skip the crown. That, that'll hurt your head. That'll hurt. She can just hold it, just like the new winners do. Oh, you hold it next to you. Don't fuck up my Marcos wig. No, no, because it's, it's sculpted. It's sculpted very hard with gel, and there's rhinestones on every piece of it. Mm-hmm. You cannot pin you, into it. You can also use gel on very hard things if you're ever lacking something else, FYI. As lube? Yeah, girl. Ain't nobody ever fucked you with dippity do or a little dep? Wouldn't that be sticky? Yeah, but guess what? It's sticky anyway. Sometimes. A lot of times. Oh you never been fucked with hair gel? No. Or like kitchen supplies? Uh, Somebody used Baker's Joy on me once in sesame oil. <laughs> Baker's Joy? Yeah, they thought it was like Pam. And I said, no, that's got flour in it. <laughs> they sprayed Baker's Joy on my butt. And then they went with sesame oil. It smelled so well, that strong. Smell gray. Strong. What about it truffle oil? Strong. Truffle butter? <laughs> <laughs> the truffle butter. <laughs> You should do a web series where you get fucked by common household items as lube. I really should. That's a good idea. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, then you can review them. Okay. I mean, that one guy fucked spaghetti or whatever. So, hey. Oh, so which is better to fuck Willem with? Prego or Ragu? (laughs) 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 Fuck me. Oh, sick. Oh, dear. Oh, 
dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it on a wig and suck it. Please do with that Yosemite Sam Asmus. <laughs> Yosemite Samantha, respect my pronouns. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, we're so, prepping on the main stage with comedians Ali Wong, who has a great couple of Netflix specials. You should watch them. And famed comedian. Michelle Visage. I love it. I love that Michelle Visage is the arbiter of comedy in this show. <laughs> She's like, Marcia. no, that, that joke is bad. That joke is not good. Yeah, Marcia she knows though. first. She knows. She knows Drag Race. Yeah. So she knows what is going to work on Drag Race and what doesn't. She may not she be. She already knows you know, who's going home this week. She's like, girl, I don't think so. Girl, you don't think Ruth said, uh, we're. No. Oh, okay. I don't think it's all like that. You think they thought Marsha was going to be w- good at comedy? They know Marsha's going home as soon as she comes out there solo. She gets some cute jokes in. Um, she gets some chuckles. Lux and Lucy get some jokes. Notes. have way more structure. Okay. Well, Lux and Lucy uh, get some chuckles. Uh, but... Uh, this was great. Th- they get some Mich- notes. When they're talking about uh, rhythm, and then Michelle's like, "Well, do you have any rhythm?" And she just basically states a fact, Lucy. which comes out, which comes out wonderful. It says, "I won in Lollapalooza, so it's uh, like this whole crew, Michelle included, is trying to make Lucy look like an untalented hack, and she's <laughs> not. No, she's, she's not. not. A, she's not a hack. She's actually funny, let talented. Loose. She can let, let the fuck loose and crack a smile." <laughs> Yeah, honestly. Let loose, crack a smile, and push out. <laughs> Mistress and Selena are telling, you know, the greatest story ever told. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a very long, uh, it's a very long form joke. And they have some trimming to do. And Anitra says, sorry, I have a headache. Uh, I don't, I can't I focus made, on this. I made headache jokes, which I didn't understand. I think it would have been funnier if she just told nonsensical things and then acted like they were funny. So people would have right. been confused like by her delusion at least. Yeah. Yeah, I'm um I'm not really feeling I'm feeling the same trepidation that Allie and Michelle are feeling because they're kind of worried about Anitra yeah. and Sasha, I feel like. But the next day in the workroom, uh they're they continue on with the story about Sasha and Anitra. About them Possibly being in the bottom because they're like, how are you doing? Yeah. I have hiccups, sorry. Uh, Lux and Lucy are feeling confident. Marsha doesn't have a partner. Um, she's nervous for sure because she but, has to go out on stage by herself and do comedy, which is, which it, it was very funny watching her be like, oh no, how am I going to do this? Which like, so much of being a drag queen it is going out on stage with a microphone and mm-hmm. just like filling, you know, a minute or two minutes. Letting loose. Let let loose. So, I, you know, I mean, I thought it was funny that she was like, oh, no, I can't believe I have to I have to go out there and be funny. Honestly, because <laughs> it's like it's drag race. Of course you do. You're fine. You're going to be fine. What I found funny was that dumb dumb girls came to drag race without comedy written by professionals. Because if you get your so- your hair dumb, dumb done girls. by if you get your hair done by professionals and Absolutely. you get your clothes made by professionals, this is a will hire- of wisdom. 
honestly, hire a writer to write some professional jokes so you're Just fucking you. funny on TV. If Just you know you, it's your weak spot, yeah. Get some cracks made. Call up Jackie Beat. Go look at like um Yeah. Go go look at old comedians that you liked and then take their punchline, put it first, flip it around somehow. Do something. Don't just go in there with the with your favorite pen and be like, oh, I'll be fine. You won't. You won't. You're not a comedian. You just started doing drag in your room in 2020 and you've been performing a year since. But people haven't been handing you a mic for a reason probably. Maureen San Diego, she writes jokes too. Lots of girls write jokes. Lots of girls. Some of the girls. There's lots of people that could have helped these girls in this episode. And many of them, I feel like, just didn't use their brain on it and get some stuff done. Because you know this is coming. There's no reason to come to Drag Race without knowing how to thread a sewing machine, tell a joke, and to suck off a producer when necessary. Oh, my God. I think... Mistress tells a very heartbreaking story about her relationship with her mother and uh, how she ended up in the ER with her ankle problem. And then her mom showed up and she thought, oh, this might be a chance for us to bond. And instead her mom was like, why the fuck are you in drag? So it was very, it was very heartbreaking, but she ends up, she ends it by saying, you know what? My ankle is now bionic and it's unbreakable. And that's like my spirit. So Fuck yeah. See, I love that. And then later we get her favorite moment. My favorite moment from this whole week was seeing Chevelle Brooks on our screen. A Davenport. Oh, um, Just because Chevelle is, she's she's been the blueprint for a lot of drag performers, especially big girls, because she fucking bucks, twirls. Yeah. She squashes the duck, gives it CPR. And it walks again. Chevelle is a dynamite performer. Anyone who's ever seen her. She always has fringe, always stoned. The hair, I don't know how it stays on her head. But is she, Chevelle is an amazing performer. Everybody should look her up. And she's Mistress's drag mom. So yes. that was a nice, the, the, the payoff of seeing Mistress talk about this heartbreaking thing and seeing her heart warmed later in Untucked. It's called producing everybody. It is. And so we get out on the main stage and it's RuPaul time. Mm, She's this, wearing something I think that you would wear. I love this little um, soda cap top. I would have loved it as a gown because you would have been able to see the light through all of the soda pop holes. Oh, yeah, that's true. So I do well, love this. they didn't drink enough soda. Maybe they could they only should, do a mini dress. Maybe they should crack more House Smiles? of Love cocktails. Oh. And then they could get more boop boop soda tops. Totally. Uh, Michelle Visage is there. She looks amazing. T.S. Madison is back, back, back again. Also mm -hmm. looking gorgeous. And of course, Ali Wong is there as the comedy judge as well. Today's uh, femme, honey. And it is time for the Bubbly Comedy Festival. And mm -hmm. after this comedy fest, Bubbly pulled all of their sponsorship because. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> because they said, we want people to crack a smile. We want Where people to crack a jokes? smile, not turn to crack. <laughs> Where are the jokes? No, it's, I, I, did, I didn't think anyone, I didn't think anyone really, you know, crash and burned. If Marsha was the first act in a comedy set that I saw like that, I'd be like, you guys want to, I don't know, go down to Mickey's or something instead? 
this was not a check, please. This no, was a performance. I don't know if you could call it comedy. If I was Marsha, I would have gone out on stage with a fucking magnifying glass and looked on every corner of the runway and do do do. And she said, "Oh, I'm just looking for the jokes. Where are the jokes?" And then told like two or three dumb knock knocks, hit it and quit it, bitch. Because there is no reason that she shouldn't have been prepared with some fucking jokes coming to Drag Race. So I'm not giving her any leeway on this. None. Lux and Lucy Ledukes. Mm-hmm. They're 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 adequate. They give some funnies. Sasha says it's good. And <laughs> she's not happy about that. It doesn't I seem, know. Um because she's, she's like next. fuck fuck that's fresh. They reference the show with sugar daddies. Um I think L- Lucy uses an old standby joke which everybody loves, all your fan. <laughs> Very that funny. We love. Um they did they did well. Yeah, they were cute. They they had a good rhythm. They had a good like premise. They they stayed in so, this sort of character. They were able to send barbs at one another mm. and also at themselves. And I thought they did a good job. And Lux is in a shoe that she wore for the tie dye runaway. She's oh. doing she's doing a lot of uh, recycling this week. She looks gorgeous. She does this little flesh tone dress with the blonde mm. hair. Mm-mm. Amazing. She's giving us teenage supermodel. Very gorgeous. Sasha and Anitra uh, do some bits about smoking weed, which would only be funny if they were actually doing it on stage. Yeah. The the judges said, oh, that didn't really go anywhere. And I have to agree. Maybe we didn't see everything. I mean, it would have. Sorry, go ahead. We probably didn't get to see everything that happened. Um, But. Yeah, no, it, it it was just like, it was like, we're giving ourselves an excuse to like be kind of like lackadaisical in our delivery. We're just saying like, oh, we're stoned. Yeah, I, I think a better use would have been like a, a something physical with the girls. Like if they did a cheerleading thing where it was like C-A-N-B-I-T-S, what does that spell? Can bits. Like, or something like that would have taken up some time so they wouldn't have had to have their lack of comedy chops so prevalent. Like, do something good that you're good at and make it work for the challenge type of thing. Because you might be good at smoking weed, but you're not actually doing it for this. So it didn't it didn't go as well as it could have for the Maybe girls. Maybe they did. What if they did smoke weed? Um... Well, here's a little tidbit. That one producer that Tammy everybody tidbit? knows... It's a Tammy tidbit. Oh. That one producer that everybody knows I don't like, not the one I fucked, the other one, Mish, um, during season six, she gave hot to one contestant but not the other contestant that really wanted it mm-hmm. and i'm talking about adore and laganja and then one of those contestants had a breakdown because she didn't have her medicine so mm. there's lots of shenanigans behind the scenes about drugs and stuff but you the girls aren't necessarily necessarily allowed carte blanche to smoke it even though it's legal in the state they're in but i do know some of the girls bring vape pens and things and stuff to get their jollies on but this didn't get work for jollies. this set <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. Sasha, it, it didn't Sa- exactly work. Sasha does get a couple of chuckles, though. She's, she brings up Evie Oddly's dick, which I'm sure Evie will be thrilled about, and Michelle's balls being called Eureka and Latrice, which we know yes. we love a callback to the show and the girls and the lore and the logic of it all. We do. That was a funny bit. Uh, and finally, Mistress and Selena are up, and they both tell mirroring hookup tales. 
Yeah, I I didn't see this coming in the rehearsal, so that was a nice surprise that it was like, oh, you guys hooked up with the same guy. Mm. At the end, um, Mistress called RuPaul a man. Yeah. Selena tightened up her story a bit. Um, but they say they they play it out like Mistress's story is dragging a bit with too many details, which don't lead to laughs. Because details and embellishments are fine, but they got to be funny. There's also like, if don't you're fine, doing... Funny. Right, if you're doing a bit like this where you're telling the exact same story as someone who just told a really long story, it's also like where the... Like, it has to be sort of choreographed or like it has to be so like the breath has to be in the right place in order for the joke to like to work like it would almost have worked if she like did the whole thing really fast as one continuous long breath and didn't take a breath and did the thing and then she was like and then you realize that she's saying the same thing as the other person i i think it could have worked if they had more rehearsal and more time but it was fine it was fine yeah it was fine it was definitely high safe. Oh, high safe. High safe. The runway category is rip her to shreds. Which, should we get into that when we come back, or? My time is valuable. <laughs> Honey, we're going to rip her to shreds, crack a smile, and let loose, and we'll be right back. <laughs> to the runway runway run oh yeah rip her to shreds she's so dull rip her to shreds green eye shadow blue mascara Ooh, she's Ooh, too, too much. much uh this runway category is wonderful marcia comes out as a pageant queen with a ripped dress and a torn up wig this would have been really funny if she had the wig on at the top, and then she acted like it got pulled from the side and came back with a little stubby ponytail on top, like that one beauty vid- oh, beauty pageant video one. we all know where the girl gets her wig ripped from the back. That would have been funny. This was not funny. This was, let me act out on stage, something that I've, I have a whole fantasy for in my head. We get it. You're crying. You're a pageant queen. But we saw a girl do pageant earlier this season and that was yeah. also a story time. It's almost there. I mean, there are issues. The dress could have been fit better and been more special. And the wig, the wig detail with, look at where they ripped out my hair and there's blood spots on the wig. It doesn't look like scalp. Like, it's like, why are there red dots in the wig? This was an okay idea. I would have loved a lot more. Like Cinderella after her strep sisters have ripped all her shit off of her. Strep sisters? They got strep throat. They got something, baby. You saw their faces. They're not happy. Looks it like could have gone. It could have gone further with the like distress and bedragglement. I think it could have been even more like severe to really sell. This was like, oh yeah, she's okay. I mean, her hair is still perfect. The rest of her makeup is still perfect. Um, it's, it didn't She's excite me. She's missing a shoe, which I like. It did not excite me. It's fine, but I don't, I don't want fun. I want funny. This And was, this isn't the first time that we've seen the crying pageant queen, uh, yeah. on, on this season of Drag Race or in Drag Race in general, yeah, which also she, adds to why it's not 
you know. She should know better. That's successful. I'm surprised a girl didn't do Rue's ripped up blue dress with the body illusion. Oh, yeah, that one. But also, these girls have to send in every outfit that they're supposed to wear to the runway. And I know what you're thinking. Like, well, why not just change it up once you send in the outfit they approved? Because if you do that, you're going to piss off production and they might just send you home. So you, the whole time, you can't just do anything you want. You have to do what you told them you were going to do. She could have made some shit up, like RuPaul um, said. Yeah, she could have, but she risked she risked garnering the ire of the producers, if that well, makes she's sense. She's about to go home, so what does it matter? She don't know that. She don't know. She knows. Well, <laughs> Lucy, Lucy LaDuca comes out, and this is the look that we've all been waiting to see what the fuck was going on because they show a clip of it in the uh, preview of the last week. People are comparing this to Lil Pound Cake, and I can see that. Um, if Lil Pound Cake was a ghost on Halloween. I think this look is very great. I think it's cool. She put on a wig and sucked it, all the blood. Uh, it's a vampire. Uh, I think that it would have been more effective. I would have liked it more if her face was ivory, too, instead of Gottmik. Okay. This is, this is Gottmik 2023 right now. Yeah. No, you know it's what cool. I mean? if she it's did different for Lucy. Instead of a white face, it would have been like, oh, old school horror movie. Yeah. I, I don't mind it though. I think it looks good. It's Lux graphic. It's it's showing range for Lucy. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lux Noir London. Wee Wee Paul. Brilliant recreation of one of RuPaul's classic 1986 pyramid looks, the Wee Wee Pole. This is fierce. Were, this is this is very great and smart. If girl. you're gonna do RuPaul and and they put the 1986 footage right next to her, which I thought was very nice of production to do that because if they don't want you to do well, they won't show the side by side. They'll just yeah. be like, I don't know. I get that you were doing a reference, but you didn't. We didn't like it. This one they liked. And I can see why. I quite like it, too. It's it's kind of an off-the-beaten-path um, RuPaul reference, mm -hmm. which um, is cool. Yeah, and Lux gets to wear white on the runway again. And she looks cool. She looks yeah. fierce. I mean, but we are told before we go to the show, do not wear white on the runway. Don't wear all white. You're, you're correct. Uh, the next girl is Sasha, and she is wearing shredded denim. And she Sickening. rips she rips open the front as soon as she gets to the top of the runway. It's very um festival diva doll. I love it. She and I love these arm things. There's like so much jewelry on the on the arm, so much so much jeweling. Yeah, it's giving um like the blondes kind of. Yeah. I don't I Immaculate, love it. exquisite, fierce, gorgeous. Love it. No and she and comes down and she gives like a hip chug with one of them cheeks towards the judges. Like, mm. don't forget, I got this. Nails the category as well. I mean, it's just, it's shredded. Uh, it, it, exquisite. Love it. Can't get enough. Mm -hmm. Anitra comes back in a shredded black and green cat suit. No, Anitra comes out in a pink and green cat suit inspired by lotus flowers. What you think is black is actually a dark, dark, murky green. Because I love it. Flowers grow out of dark, dark murky water. Mm. I love this. I think it's really cool. I think she nailed the prompt. Mm 
Um, uh, I love the Bluetooth speaker. They, who did the Bluetooth speaker uh, Girl, thing? Girl, she clearly has went to Ross. She went to Ross or Home Goods and ripped off some wands off of some sort of wall decor and said, We're, "Oh, it was Yara Sophia who did the whole thing on the side oh, of her, yeah, 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 right?" Yeah. Uh huh. The yeah. sort of shade on the whole side of her head. I love this Anitra look. I think it's really cool. Um, and she definitely nailed the prompt. I love her it's hair. It's shredded. Too. Yeah, it, she's shredded. Great proportion on the hair. The shoe is a little like, it seems like she just Shanty put on Alley. a nice shoe with it. What was she supposed to do? Go barefoot well, like the pit crew? No, if the shoe was more integrated with the cat suit, that's my only no. Okay. Oh, that's you want an integrated no. cat suit shoe? Yes. I know she could do it. You're so mean to these girls. Oh my God. <laughs> it's an ankle strap, so I hate it. Boot. <laughs> Selena comes out in a gown dedicated to every Latina mother that wanted more for her family. And she yes. says she is escaping for the better life. Her mom, um, when she was 17, came to America from Honduras and told her about it. I love the detail of the duct tape mule. She has two different mm. shoes made out of like yellow duct tape and red duct tape. Like that was the only high heel she could get from like the ice detention center type of thing. Like right. I love that she's still in a heel. She's not Marsha, Marsha, Marshaing. Yeah. And she the hair is still big. Yeah, she's telling us a story. She's delivering and um, she looks cool. It's very like refugee, uh, runaway love. Runaway yeah. love. Remember that song? Runaway, runaway. No, this one is like, oh. it's Mary J. Blige and I think Ludacris. It's called Runaway Love. It's like Tina's oh, okay. only three years old living on the... Okay. Some girl has a baby. Um, Mistress is giving up burnt up Madonna material girl, which is a Moschino reference because Moschino did something very much like this. And a pink heel. Yeah, she definitely took an iconic look and then altered it to be in the ripped her to shreds category. This glove bodysuit moment. I was like, how did she get this glove to stay up? It is painted onto a bodysuit. And the only way I knew ah. that was because I could see the zipper when she walked up stage. This is beautiful construction. Well made. Well That's walked. Cool. But the presentation was sublime. Those are details that it's like, that takes it above and beyond. Because it, it, in a category like Ripper to Shreds, you could be like, okay, well, I'm just going to like shred something and wear it. But this is like... This is designed. It's it has a concept. I'm I'm obsessed. I think she looks really great. Yeah, and I thought that the burnt parts on her on her dress kind of resembled star fruit when you cut them open because mm, she's what a star. I the judges am a star. The judges had some words for Marsha. The they choice words. <laughs> they said, uh, "You should have used your words better, bitch." Uh, her jokes did not land, and but Allie did like her stage presence. Yeah, she naturally and does have stage presence. Michelle also reminded Marsha that Lucy already did the pageant girl look, so she could have switched it up. She really, this was the best advice I've heard from Michelle all season because it wouldn't have been hard to take something that you love and rip it the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Like, grab your finale dress, Marsha, because you're clearly not making it after this comedy challenge tonight. Or what if you took something that you already wore that was really iconic, like like something you wore last week, and just like 
fucking destroyed it and then wore it again. That'd be kind of the kind of pussy, I think. Yeah, it would have been better than what she did. Because at least it would have been a surprise or like, oh my God, she wore that last week. I can't believe she had the ball. Like, it would have been borrow a dress from another girl that was like really iconic. Like, borrow something from Sasha and be like, hey, can I destroy this, honey? (laughs) And she'd be like, yeah, bitch, go for it. I think her best bet would have been to destroy something else because, you know, she, her, her runway, bottom. Her challenge, bottom. Like, I just, I just want someone to cut out the audio of you saying bottom and just let's just loop it over and over. Bottom, 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 bottom. Michelle likes Lucy's look, and they like her white white people jokes. T.S. Madison liked her white jokes for sure. Lux, RuPaul. Cries because she's seeing representations of herself, so she likes it. Yeah, this was a nice moment. Sasha, they did it like the stoner bits, but uh, she, the, she looked great. And mm-hmm. and T. S. Madison said, "You're Sasha Colby. We expect more from you." <gasps> this is another case of a girl should have probably had a writer. Yeah, you know, you live in Hollywood; they're all over. Um, Anitra. They say you need to take that confidence from the runway and put it in your challenge, Mamba. This is straight out of RuPaul's Masterclass. That confidence that you have on the runway is available to you in all forms of life. Uh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) What if I have no confidence on the runway? Then what do I do? Put on a wig and suck it. (laughs) Okay. That's sound advice. That's your Masterclass. It's very short. Hello, I'm Willem. Put on a wig and suck it. Thank you. And then it's the end. Click next for more. Baywall. (laughs) It's called binge watching. Go ahead. I support you. Selena. Yeah. Allie wishes the dress was made out of that Serape blanket uh, that Selena has a bit of that is torn up. Um, I don't know if that would have flowed the same way that Selena's dress flowed and looked as pretty on the runway. So I think Selena made a good choice. Um, uh, mistress, they love the runway look. Uh, TS loves her big girl representation, and Allie loved how she bounced off of Selena in the challenge. So, we get the very first judges' deliberation just between us squirrel friends. Mm-hmm. Rue says that Marsha is very green, and what she learned in theater school needs to be dragged up. <sighs> if that isn't read. the, if that isn't the, the. <laughs> Spot on, most RuPaul thing that she said. I'd be surprised because she's right. She's go very, back very to right. your little theater school. Yeah, your little theater tricks are no good here, Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Ali said she didn't take advantage of her going first. Was, she, honestly, Marcia should have found a different angle to work with her not being funny and just be yeah. terrible. Man, she just didn't. She's young. You know, she doesn't know that she yeah. sucks at it. She's like, I bet it'll be great. Lucy, Michelle felt confident watching them. She knew that she was being held and cradled and taken care of by Lucy's jokes. They loved Lux as well. Uh, they couldn't remember Sasha's jokes, really, except the one about the balls. 
Hey, it's better uh, than remember none at all, right? Because right. that's what Marsha's jokes are. I don't remember any of them. I remember one of Sasha's, just like the judges. I think right. it's best if everybody actually blocks Marsha's set. Oh. Maybe we should have a hypnotist available. <laughs> no? If any hypnotists are out there and y'all want to advertise on Race Chaser, let me know. And I'll give you a deal. They have to be advertisers. Oh, yeah, definitely. You, sponsors, baby. We want to take a second to talk to you about hypnotism. Sandra's hypnotism in Port. <laughs> Located in beautiful the, Newport, Maine. Uh, they She'll didn't know you're really, calling. They didn't really care. For Anitra's set, uh, and Selena, they said she listened to the notes about cutting things, but um, and Michelle did not care for the runway. And Mistress, they said the story hour was an actual hour. It was a drag queen <laughs> story hour. <laughs> it was too long. Honestly. Which leaves the safe girls to be Selena and Mistress. So they go hit it in the back. And then the winners are Lucy and Lux, and they both each win a cash prize of $5,000 courtesy of Bubbly Water. Oh, honey, I'd crack a smile for that prize, honey. Mm-hmm. Yes, they God. are best friends now, Lucy and Lux. And they, they go up to the back of the stage to watch the other girls' fate. Yes. Which is Sasha and Colby being deemed safe. Oh, sorry. Sasha Colby being deemed safe. And the bottom girls, Anitra and Marsha. Now, don't you think if Anitra was suffering, I just talk. If Anitra was suffering from like concussion, like sprain-induced head ache, yep. Why would you put her in the bottom again to a high-energy dance song and just have her do it again? I, I'm scared for her health at this point. Here's why: because she said, "I am okay to go on. I am not. I'm not." dropping out of this competition or being made to look inferior in any way. I'm continuing because she's right. obviously a fighter and is not going to give an Achilles ankle to anybody and say, oh, right. my head hurts. So because she, if did, she, linked she went out it there and did that. her fucking job. She did. If she would have linked it to that, then they probably would have medically disqualified her, which would have, uh, yeah. which, you know, I mean, that would have sucked. But this is a, the song Boss Bitch by Doja Cat. Great song. Great lip Great sync. sync. This will go down in the books. Uh, a lot of people thought it could be a double Shantae. Um, but Marsha's performance in this season, I don't think merited having her stay around to hope she could perform well in future challenges. But this lip sync was the best thing she did fucking all season. She held her own. She was wonderful. Yeah. If you're listening, listening, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Honey, I'm listening. You did great. You did fucking great. Go yeah. perform this number all over the world and get your coins. You're a talented little girl. If you're hosting Marsha, Marsha, Marsha in your fair town, this goes out to the D.D. Renners and the Clexus Davenports, the girls that host the shows. After Marsha's number, when she does boss bitch and turns the world and slays the stage, mm -hmm. you let her say hello on the mic, but do not hand her the mic. You hold that <laughs> mic and let her speak into it. Don't hand it to her. Kiss of death. She did a great job. A lot of people online were calling for this to be a double, a double save. 
I, I my initial reaction watching it was that Anitra was the winner of the lip sync. She literally yeah. jumped over the other Marcia. girl. That's not to say Marsha did a, a bad job in any way. She did really great, but Anitra's just a machine. I mean, it's it's uh, next level. I didn't watch this episode until Sunday and Sunday night after the Oscars. But when it was either Adam Schechtman or you who had said a girl jumps over another girl. So I yeah. immediately went to my YouTube and looked it up mm-hmm. and saw what happened. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I watched it twice more. Mm-hmm. There's lots of things that Marsha did very, very fucking well. When she's doing that backbend walk, her heel is actually on the satin of her dress, which is very slippery, and she doesn't fall down. That Indeed. bitch has core strength. She's a For phys- sure. physically gifted, beautiful, talented. I have a feeling we haven't seen the last of her. Oh, she will be back for All-Stars for sure. And... Another reason why it could have been a double Shantae in in my estimation is because the next week is the fucking musical and Marsha is a literal, like, actual in Broadway, in musicals, actor, hey, singer, performer. She's she's done Broadway shows? Yeah. Cool. I can't wait to see her in one. Um, I think it was cruel to cut the girl before the musical challenge, but they chose... They, yeah, the challenges are not in an order that's set. They chose to do this comedy challenge fully knowing this would get rid of one of the girls. Yeah. And the goal is to get rid of a that's girl true. every week. So it's not like they're like, we have to keep her for musicals. They didn't necessarily know that musicals was next week. It's true because they didn't even have a fucking even amount of people. And they were like, we're doing comedy duos. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it is, girl. Because... You know, that's how TV shows are made. They don't have the challenges all set up. They, they're flying by the seat of their pants just like us. And they're like, oh, this will get this one girl out. And they were right. So well, Marsha at the top of the runway when she leaves. Did you have something? No. She says, forget the nose. Ow, my heart. This actually was touching. She made all these friends. Did you think it was cheesy? I loved it. I just, I was like, what are you, what is she talking about? And then I was like, oh. Her entrance look. Oh, there's like this nose nose storyline that happened six weeks ago. I did forget the nose. She says, forget the nose. I did actually forget the nose. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh, she's talking about the nosebleed thing. She should just sell bleeding noses at Dragon Con. I wouldn't buy it. Because your nose is going to be bleeding from, I don't know, whatever you put up there, Drag Cone Weekend. No, I get them to blow (laughs) it in my butt. Oh, okay. Blow in my butt. (laughs) Well, Um, she has an elegant exit, and uh, she's very proud of herself. And she said, you know, Ariana Grande knows who I am now, so. And that's worth $200,000. Okay. She said she's proud of herself. You know, I'm glad that she can come out of this undamaged. And World of Wonder won't have to pay for her therapy. Yeah, and it's not easy to go into Drag Race, uh, you know, without a shit ton of experience in the real world doing drag. And I feel like she did a really great job for someone who maybe didn't have as much experience as everyone else. She took the notes, she learned and grew as she went, Mm -hmm. and she had a graceful exit on a great lip sync. So good for her. 
Good for her. Marcia, Marcia, Marcia. Bully for her. Uh, next week is a rusical, and I'm sure she'll be um, hate-baiting herself to sleep the night that that airs. Hate-baiting? <laughs> hate-baiting is when you I didn't watch Untucked. jerk off and cry. Oh, I did. <gasps> I watched Untucked. So what I can happened? Talk about Lux and Tell Lucy me. talking about their workroom beef, blah, 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 blah. But the the I cried during Untucked, and I've never cried during oh. Untucked, not even my own. They, when Chevelle Brooks came up on stay on screen and was mistress was talking about how she never felt the love of a mother before in her Aww. life the, the way that Chevelle truly has like welcomed into her drag family it was everything you could want from Emmy award winning television maybe Untucked will win an Emmy this year too because this okay. was a great episode and then we had Selena S. Titties with video messages from her whole fucking family. From a brother who didn't talk to her for six years to her other sister who's a boss bitch who comes to her shows and her mother and her father. I love that. Yeah, the only way this episode could have been, I think, a little bit better is if they dedicated the episode to Selena's mother who's no longer with us because they were talking about her stage four cancer. And I just... Uh. I, I thought Untucked was produced beautifully this week, and it was great to see Selena have all the support in the world from her family because she's going to have that moment forever, seeing her family be so proud of her, and she deserves it, you know? Everybody we deserves a mother, and if not that, at least a great drag mother. So this was a great episode of Untucked. Um, Ali Wong talks about how much her family loves watching Drag Race and how her daughters love watching it too, and basically says there's nothing wrong with drag. Her whole family loves it. It's it's what we need right now because we are at a precipice in our profession where drag could be outlawed. And it sounds stupid to say it, but Handmaid's Tale, that could happen. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to go back and watch this episode of Untucked. Sounds kind of good. Really, it's honestly a great um, episode. Uh, Marsha is packing up and She's feeling pageantry and optimistic. She's just talking about most of the good. She's saying, I'm, I've learned so much. I wouldn't have changed anything. I'm happy. And then they put a Disney princess underscoring to make her look delusional as she leaves. It's very enchanted. Very Adam Shankman. Very that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it sounds great. And we also have an announcement At the time of this recording, we have just released 10 more standing room tickets to our live podcast event on Monday, March 20th at the Virgil in Los Angeles. The doors are at 7, the show's at 8. We booked a very special guest for your entertainment. Mm -hmm. So go to hotgosslive.eventbrite.com to get your hands on those tickets because they're going to go really fast. Yeah, we... uh we decided not to do my Snickers number, so we were able to release 10 seats in the front. Yeah, in the um, splash zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our special guest might even be a girl from this season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Might. Actually, it is. Well, it is. We can say it is. It's we, a girl from this season. Girl is in quotes. Uh, <laughs> we booked... A very special guest, and we can't wait to share it with you. Hotgosslive.eventbrite.com. And we want to thank you so much for joining us for Race Chaser au Courant this week. Me amo, Willem. Y me chamo a la 
Alaka. <laughs> We'd love for you to rewrite a review of our podcast on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe to us. And you can sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. Plus. Mom Plus gets you access to all of our mom shows ad-free. Many of them a day early. Plus exclusive bonus episodes and monthly video episodes of this podcast, Race Chaser. Ooh. I have hiccups. You, you can follow the dolls on Instagram and Twitter at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 at Race Chaser Pod. And our mom podcast Instagram and TikTok is at mom podcasts. And please email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com with pertinent and, queries. Yes, and we'll be back next week for more discussion, Gen- dissection, and, and dissemination. Yeah. Let loose. Let loose. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Paramount Media Networks, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and or copyright holders. M. Oh. M. Mom. To listen to Race Chaser ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Race Chaser is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000.